It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with MIDI Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Love yours. Love yours. 
No such thing. No such thing as a life that's better than yours. No such thing as a life that's better than yours. Love yours. No such thing as a life that's better than yours. No such thing. No such thing. Heart beating fast, let a nigga know that he alive. Fake niggas, mad snakes, snakes in the grass, let a nigga know that he arrived. Don't be sleeping on your level, cause it's beauty in the struggle, nigga. It's beauty in the struggle, nigga. Yeah. It's beauty in the struggle, ugliness in the success. Hear my words and listen to my signal of distress. I grew up in the city and know sometimes we had less. Compared to some of my niggas down the block, man, we were blessed. And life can't be no fairy tale, no once upon a time. But I'd be goddamn if a nigga don't be trying. So tell me, mama, please, why you be drinking all the time? Does all the pain he brought you still linger in your mind? Cause pain still lingers on mine. On the road to riches, listen, this is what you find. The good news is, nigga, you came a long way. The bad news is, nigga, you went the wrong way. Think being no broke was better. A life that's better than yours. No such thing as a life that's better than yours. Think being no broke was better. Life that's better than yours. No such thing. No For what's money without happiness? Or hard times without the people you love? Though I'm not sure what's about to happen next. I ask for strength from the Lord up above, cause I've been strong so far, but I can feel my grip loosening. Quick, do something before you lose it for good. Get it back and use it for good. And touch the people how you did like before. I'm tired of living with demons, cause they always inviting more. Think being broke was better. Now I don't mean that phrase with no disrespect to all my niggas out there living in debt. Cashing minimal checks Turn on the TV, see a nigga Rolex And fantasize about a life with no stress I mean this shit sincerely And as a nigga who was once in your shoes Living with nothing to lose I hope one day you hear me Always gonna be a bigger house somewhere But nigga, feel me Long as the people in that motherfucker love you dearly Always gonna be a whip that's better than the one you got Always gonna be some clothes that's fresher than the ones you rock Always gonna be a bitch that's better out there on the tours But you ain't never gonna be happy till you love yours no a life that's better than yours. Love yours. Such thing is a life that's better than yours. Love yours. Such thing is a life that's better than yours. Love yours. No such thing. No such thing. Heart beating fast. Let a nigga know that he alive. Fake niggas, mad snakes, snakes in the grass. Let a nigga know that he arrived.
yeah, 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 yeah. There we go. Okay, we All right, back. this is Phyllis Gloverface. Terrorist. Stand eight line, man. Sorry, we had a little technical difficulty. I'm here with my co-host, Jason Ford. And um, Latoya Harrison wasn't able to be here for personal reasons, so shout out to him. Hopefully he's listening. Uh, we have another exciting show for y'all today, man. Jason, how you doing, man? Oh, not too bad, man. Uh, you know, before we get into things too deep, uh, let's not forget to uh, thank all of our sponsors, the ringside.biz, Glove the Face, the show, Balsam Addict, of course, the Rich Harvest uh, Entertainment family, and all of our loyal listeners out there. You know what I mean? We appreciate you guys tuning in. Um, also, don't forget you can tune in by just going directly to standing8live.com, and you can get into the show and uh, catch everything, you know what I mean, that, that the fellas and I are talking about. Yeah, you can um, listen to our current show live, and you also can listen to shows, uh, you know, past Thursdays. So keep that in mind. If y'all miss a show, that's that's fine. Just go go to standalive.com and go ahead and, and, and uh, tune in that way. And, and before we go a step further, um, you know we we've had a a sad and, tr- and tragic death uh, once again in boxing. Uh, this time with one of our Midwest own uh, Ed Brown, who was known as Bad Boy Brown in the ring. Um, he he currently passed away um, of some of the Chicago violence here this past weekend um and we would just like to send our our prayers out to his family um and it's definitely definitely very difficult time um and we would also like to just pay our respects um the 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 guy was 20 and 0 uh, a very well-respected gentleman in and out of the ring uh, and he was a good fighter um and you know before we kind of go any further i would just kind of like to give a moment of silence um, if you would, fans, is, and, and just kind of bow your heads, and, and let's give a moment of respect to um, Ed Brown. Rest in peace, champ. And uh, rest in peace to anybody else who's, who's died in my city, man, in Chicago. It's a, it's a lot of violence out there, a lot of unnecessary violence. Um, I'm not going to get too big into that, you know. Um, but, yeah, it's a lot going on out there, man, that needs to be addressed sooner than later. But let's go ahead and move past that, man. Real quick, I want to talk about a topic. We ain't got to talk about it real. We ain't got to talk about it too long. jump on it too long, but um, I wanted to talk about the Cotto versus James Kirkland. It seemed like it's like closer to being uh, a done deal. So we talked about it, uh, I want to say either last Thursday or Thursday, well not the Thursday before last, I think that was Thanksgiving, but I want to bring up a point that James Kirkland's manager brought up, his uh, manager Mike Miller. He basically said that the James Kirkland that's in there under the tutelage of Ann Wolf is undefeated. So we were talking about basically James Kirkland washed up and everything, which he is, truthfully. He's, he's, he's not as, as great as he was or as good as he was. I ain't going to say he was ever great, but neither is Cotto. So I actually think, you know, with Ann Wolf being in this corner, it's going to make him that much better. And I think it's going to make for a good fight, man. I think 
the reason it's going to make for a good fight is because both fighters are coming out to prove a point. Um, and with that being said, the edge to me goes to Cotto because his skill set goes a little more than just the the power and just kind of looking for the KO, um, especially at, at being at this stage in his career and, and being a veteran. Um, but I like the fight in the sense that it will be just that, a fight. Um, so that'll sort of be interesting. It's, it's just kind of hard to kind of um, say say exactly what will happen in the fight because James Kirkland has Ann Wolf in his corner because to me, I feel like you don't know exactly mentally which James Kirkland you're going to get when he steps into the ring regardless of the stage of the fight. Right, right. And, and I agree. You know, Cotto is more well-rounded. He has a better skill set. And Kirkland is, is basically a, a, a one-trick pony. He's walking forward. He's trying to knock your head off. And that's about it. If he can't do that, then he's going to lose the fight. But that being said, if he land the right like the right punches on Cotto, Cotto, I mean, he, he quick to back up if he get hit with some power. You know what I mean? But my, I'm, I'm edging on Cotto, too. <coughs> Excuse me. I actually think Cotto will win the fight. But I just think it's, it's going to be more entertaining than we were giving it credit last time we talked about it. So hopefully, you know, so hopefully, you know, it'll be as entertaining as I believe it will be and not just a one-sided brutal beating like like Kirkland versus Saul Alvarez. So, but but we'll see. I mean, I, I agree, and, that, and that's the thing. We'll see. Um, but like I say, I, I don't dislike the matchup. You know, you know what I'm saying? I don't have a problem with it. Even what we're saying about Kirkland and Cotto, like Cotto being old and Kirkland being – not what he was when he was on the rise. Um, so we'll just see how it pans out, you know. And I guess, you know, to me, it'll just kind of be interesting. Does the fight even matter to the point where for either fighter, for the winner, it propels them to something drastically different? Right, right. Well, we'll see. I, I'm not for sure if it's like 100% made, but I know they're talking more about it now. Um, last thing I read was they were waiting on uh, like the final contract or something like that. Um, but we'll see. We'll see. Another topic I want to touch on is Mikey Garcia says that if top ranks, if top rank makes a fair deal, he'll fight Lomachenko. Now, do you think that that will be competitive, or do you think that Mikey no. Garcia has been too inactive and Lomachenko walks through? Forget about inactive he gets destroyed by Lomachenko because he's coming right into everything Lomachenko is going to throw period so the ring rust hurts him um, his skill set hurts him quite frankly I'm sorry and you know and I've always given credit to Lomachenko I just didn't want to Sell too fast, you know well, what I mean? But well, Mikey Garcia got a fight coming up on the uh, undercard of Santa Cruz and Frampton. Uh, 
three minutes, so it ain't with nobody like this. Man, oh, no, no. I mean, dude is undefeated, but I ain't never heard of him. Right. I can't even pronounce his name, the dude he's fighting. But I'm just saying, he, at least he ain't just going straight. Oh, him. no, I, I, you know I, I mean? agree with that. I mean, and I think he's no fool. And let's be quite honest. As far as an action fight, it's going to be action because either he's getting punched or he's hoping to catch Lomachenko and do something that nobody else has been able to do. Do you think he's better than Walters? He'll do better than Walters? Absolutely not. I don't think he's better than Walters. Now, I'm saying his... You don't think he can beat Walters? Do I think Garcia could beat Walters? Yeah. Mm, I would like to see that. Just because those are completely contrasting styles. You know what I'm saying? But after seeing how Lomachenko took Walter's spirit. He didn't only he he, he kind of took his spirit in the ring and just made him just say, man, I, I'm good tonight. See, the thing is, if he didn't take his spirit, it could have been a better fight, right? It would have been a better fight, I guess, in the sense of it going on. I don't know well, if don't it's a, he could have figured it out. I don't know if it's a – hell no. Man, that, the way that fight was going, there was there – was, the only drastic change could have been – a one-shot wonder. There, there was nothing else that was methodically going to happen that Lomachenko didn't seem to have an answer for. I mean, and, and I guess that kind of goes back to that very decorated amateur background and where he comes from and really learning the sweet science. So I think sometimes when you have a guy that is truly excelled in the sense of the sport of truly understanding the science of For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Grainger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Grainger. For the ones who get it done. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Sometimes the talent guy gets outshined and it almost seems unbelievable. Um, But, you know, Garcia won the fight. I I don't knock it, but I I don't see it, man. I mean, it, it it doesn't interest me. I mean, short story, it doesn't interest me. Yeah, and, and right now it's just Garcia throwing his name out there, trying to get his name back in the mix, you know what I mean? So we, we'll see. I don't even know if Top Rank will mess with him anymore because, you know, they went through that whole two-year uh, fight for him to, you know, get his uh, buy his contract out and all that good stuff. So it might not even be feasible to even talk about it. But I, I just read that he said that, so I just wanted to throw that out there. And also, I think that if he can get back into superstar status or at least to a great uh, up-and-coming like he was at one point, I think the names alone would generate uh, some type of interest from the boxing world. I I think the interest would come more on the supporting cast of that card. I don't think that that bout itself would be just enough for all the fans to just be – Flocking to the like, it would have to be another at least the co-main something else 
It would have yeah. to be some more juice on that fight. That 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 bout alone could not carry that, especially if you did a pay per view or any of that. You yeah, know what I mean? I, now now HBO, it'll do okay, but it won't do as good as it could if you have a good supporting cat. And HBO has plenty of people. Well, you know, who are we talking about? Top, Aaron, they, yeah, top rank or they Showtime. Yeah. You know what I mean? Whatever. But top rank ain't known for their undercards. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They usually somebody, got shit on the court. Somebody better be known for some new shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. One way or another. You can't keep feeding people shit, man. People are not going to keep paying for that, man. You know what I mean? People have to make economic choices out here, and that's even when, you know what I mean, uh, you talk about promotion. Yeah. You know? It, it It's about economics, man. You have to make numbers make sense for the people that you're trying to draw into your event. Or get them to watch, and or get them to watch. Right. Now, we also just had some uh, inductees into the International Boxing Hall of Fame. Um, it consisted of Evander Holyfield, Marco Antonio Barrera, Johnny Tapia, Johnny Lewis, the Australian trainer, Judge Jerry Ross, broadcaster Steve Farhood, and broadcaster Barry Tompkins. Um, I want to touch on the people who... I grew up watching, which is Evander Holyfield. You know what I mean? Like, I watch Evander. I, I don't remember exactly when the first time I seen him fight, but I heard about him way before I actually seen him fight. Like, I was, like, big on Mike Tyson back in, you know, um, 89, 90, 91, somewhere around then, and, and people were saying, like, man, Evander Holyfield, if you ever catch him. But it was, like, years later when I actually, fought, like, actually was able to see Evander fight. But once I did, it was like, Okay, because I was, like, brushing him off. Like, man, ain't nobody beating Tyson. Shut up. Evander, been a hell of a fighter. But for me, just like the the uh, tell you're talking with, with Tyson and Holyfield, I was on the other side of that. I knew Holyfield could fight. Knew he could fight. Knew he was a hell of a fighter. But I was such a Tyson. Man, I I'm, I was a lover. I, and, um, fuck that. I was a Tyson <laughs> lover. You know what I mean? Because when I was growing up, shit. 85, 86, 87, 88, man, I'm 8, 9, 10, 11, you know what I mean? So to have, a, and, and he looked like me in the sense of a young black male. I'm not saying in the sense like I was fucking built like Tyson as a kid, but what I'm saying is as a young black male as a champion. Um, so for me, man, he was a, a boxing hero. You know what I mean? I knew about Ali. I mean, I, I, I've seen other things, but I'm saying – for the era that I grew up in and, and for my age, like Tyson was the shit. Right. So when Holyfield basically snatched his juice all the way out of him, breaking him down to biting and everything else, man, it just kind of, it just kind of sat me. I had to give respect to Holyfield because right. he did, he, he did what he could do, but man, it just kind of zapped me, man. Cause it was, I was just, I, I liked Tyson that much. I was just a fan. So, that's why I give that much more respect to Holyfield. And it's not only that bout. I mean, he's fought in some of the greatest heavyweight fights in, in, in boxing. And then he was a hell of a cruiserweight. You know what I mean? Hell of a hell of an Olympic fighter. And he kind of got a raw deal, you know, in, in some of that. Um, but just a hell of a fighter, man, and, and, a, and a good guy. Um, so much respect to everybody that was inducted. You know what I mean? That's really a hell of a class. You got Barrera, who was a hell of a banger. Tapia, who was not only fan friendly in the ring but also out of the ring. Rest in um, peace. Yeah, it was it was a um, 
It's a very good class, man. Very good class. Yeah, I agree, man. And for me, I, I became a fan of Holyfield. Um, you know, before he actually fought Mike Tyson, but I still was a fan of Mike Tyson. But at the same time, man, it, I always think if he had never went through some of the stuff he went through, you know, jail and all that stuff, I think it would have been a more competitive fight. I, think I do, too. I yeah. think Tyson's whole life, in a sense, would have been different. I mean, uh, you know, it's that's a, that could be a whole different show. You know what I mean? But I can't think of the guy's name. But when, when Holyfield won, I, I want to say one of maybe it might have been his first cruiserweight title when he built beat the guy. I want to say he fought him in Atlanta. I want to say he fought him in his hometown or something. And it was a hell of a fight at Cruiser. But, I mean, Holyfield's always been a heck of a fighter. I just don't think people have always given him respect because he kind of seemed like a softer guy just because he was that much of a good guy. You know what I'm saying? He yeah. didn't, he, he wasn't talking he all that shit. Yeah. Yeah, he's respectable, you know what I mean? He so you gotta, nobody he was going to eat their yeah, yeah, all of that shit, you know. Uh, so you you have to like that about a guy that just stands up on his own character and is his own person, regardless of of the nasty business and the nature of it that he's in. And to to my knowledge, he never really shied away from a fight. He wasn't afraid to get in the ring with nobody, you know. And it's a lot of people who will sidestep people. And he, he I mean, promotional wise, he, he might have not fought a couple people that you know a lot of people would have wanted him to fight. But to me, he had a heart of a lion, man. Like, that, that dude was always ready to fight, no matter if the uh, odds was against him or not. That's that's one thing, you know, I've always liked about Holyfield. You Much know? respect. Much and, respect. And I must say, his hardest punch was his headbutt. I will throw that out there. Well, yeah. He was, <laughs> he was the real deal. Okay? Yes, the real deal. You had to deal with shit. Hey, you had to deal with shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, but kind of moving on, I'd like to kind of touch on the uh, – Terrence Crawford, John Molina Jr. fight that's happening Saturday night on HBO. We've got Terrence Crawford, who has the WBC and WBO lightweight championship titles, uh, versus John Molina, who's, you know, veteran, been around, you, you know, solid guy. Um, Truthfully, with this fight, I think that Crawford wins. Like, nothing in me says that Molina's going to win, but I think that Molina's going to give him – um, a different view in the ring. I think Molina shows him a different style of fighting. Yeah. He may not have had to, you know what I mean, take on at this point in his career. Um, I totally agree Crawford comes out with the win. Uh, but I, I just want to see the fight for, for two reasons. One, I want to see how, because I think there is going to be some adversity comes Crawford's way in this fight. So, one, I want to see how he handles the, the adversity. Two, I want to see how he looks in, forget the championship rounds, the whole fight. I want to see if he controls and he looks like the talent and the guy that they're marketing and saying he is and that this record of 29-0 and 0 with 20 KOs, I, I, I want to see that on display. Yeah, because John Molina ain't that type of fighter that's going to back down. And he's not so going to be scared. He's, he's not scared. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. I that Those are sort of the things that, that interest me in this fight. Not that, like I say, I think for some reason Crawford's not going to come out a winner. I just want to see what type of fight it is. Because sometimes in these fights, the, the talented guy comes out with a lackluster win. Like, it's a, it's a man. Like, everybody comes away like, oh, shit, he didn't do what he was supposed to like do. Like Garcia and, versus Herrera. 
I think a real yep. one. It's like, man, be wow. Yeah, I, I, you know, I had it as a draw myself. Either way, I mean, I didn't. Okay, I ain't disagreeing with that. Yeah, especially not with that the scorecard he had. You know what I mean? But he was—that's when he went to Puerto Rico, wasn't it? Yeah, it was somewhere. Yeah, it was in Puerto Rico, I believe. But yeah, um, yeah, this definitely gonna be a good fight, in my opinion. Um, hopefully, it'll live up to the hype, and I like that it's 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 live on HBO. You know, it ain't no pay per view like the upcoming Roy Jones fight. <laughs> I mean, I mean, really. Let's let's talk about that, man. Because there's so there's so many layers to this particular topic to me. Um, for one, Roy Jones is sixty four and nine. Okay, okay, hell of a record. But at this point, I, I I mean, what what is it? What is it you're chasing? I mean, to me, it only chips away from the great memories. You have a Roy Jones. And then for the young, newer fans of boxing, and they hear all these great stories of how great Roy is, and then they turn on the damn TV they and see like, this. You talking about this guy? This guy? <laughs> the dude, he's still fighting? Right. You see what I'm saying? And for y'all no that don't know. No disrespect, Roy. No disrespect, brother, but damn. For y'all that don't know, Roy Jones is facing Bobby Gunn on pay-per-view for the WBF title. Yes, that was not a stutter. Pay-per-view. For the WBF title, cruiserweight, February seventh. Yeah, so I don't know. I, I I don't know why Roy's still doing it. Could be money issues. It could be his legacy. How could I, I man? And, and I, I say it, it might be for his legacy, but at the same time, I think right now he only tarnishes it. Like he, I don't think he can add anything to his legacy. Here's, right now. here's my thing. It can't be money issues because this ain't a money fight. <laughs> so, oh, okay. she, so I mean, he, he, a bit he ain't cleaning up. I ain't saying he ain't making some good money. Yeah. Shit, some good. I, I'm sure Roy getting paid some decent money, but I'm saying it's not that kind of stature of a fight where he's getting this, this super outlandish number. Um, I, like I say, I would just much rather see Roy go off gracefully, man. Kind of like. Too late for that. Kind of like, well, but I'm saying after this one, just just be over. 65 and 9, just just be over. Damn, well, this, this is live, folks. I don't know if y'all hear that horn, but somebody <laughs> in the studio parking lot, they car going off. I hope it's not a break-in. Um, anyway, you you would I would like to see the guy just go out, man, and, and instead of fighting on. I mean, at some point. You got to say, even though them cleats or them gloves or the, the boxing shoes still fit. Yeah, I wonder if it's, you know. it's like, you know, Holyfield fought way past his prime. And Holyfield thing was, I want to win a title before I retire. And when he fought, um, what was the big dude name? Um, big giant dude. Uh, Holyfield went over his. his uh, Col- uh, uh, Val- I'm butchering his name. And truthfully, I think Holyfield could have won that fight. And I think if he would have won that fight, it would have been easy to go ahead and, uh, you know, he, he could have retired a little bit easier if he would have won that fight, man. But they, they, they robbed him of that fight, in my opinion. I, I had him winning the fight. You know, but yeah. I don't know. Well, it, boxing. Yeah. Hey, boxing. Yeah. See, we could have a whole we could have a whole show on just controversy. <laughs> the whole show could just be called controversy. Right. We could pick an error, we could pick a fight, and I'm serious. I'm talking great fights that in many ways t- 
turn certain people's careers depending on which fighter it was. You know what I mean? Not that they didn't, might not have had a fight they bounced back and still look good, but it still took a turn in their career. It made a major mark or a stain. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. And some people just can't handle their first loss. True. Like they they I, their heart ain't into it no more. You know, or they just get so dis- disgruntled where they go in there where they probably gonna ride me anyways and. and you know that's not the right mindset to go into a fight with. Even though I understand it, it just it doesn't play in their favor. You know, but um, we're gonna take a quick break, real quick. We'll be right back in a second. Cold, cold world. Yeah. Let me take y'all back, man. As I do so well Wasn't nothing like that Man, it wasn't nothing like that first time She was in my math class Long hair, brown skin with the fat ass Sat beside me, used to laugh, had mad jokes The teacher always got mad, so we passed notes it started off so innocent She had a vibe and a nigga started digging it uh, I was a young and straight crushing Trying to play this shit cool But a nigga couldn't wait to get to school Cause when I seen them thighs on her And them hips on her And them lips on her Got me daydreaming, man, what? I'm thinking how she rides on it If she sits on it If she licks on it Make it hard for me to stand up As time goes by Attraction's getting deeper Wet dreaming, thinking that I'm smashing But I'm sleeping I want it bad And I ain't never been obsessed before She wrote a note they said you ever had sex before Then And I ain't ever did this before, no 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 I wrote back and said, of course I had sex before, knowing I was fronting. I said, I'm like a pro, baby, knowing I was stunting. But if I told the truth, I knew that I'd get played out, son. Hadn't been in pussy since the day I came out one, but she don't know that. So she done wrote back and told me, oh, you a pro, homie? Well, I want you to show me. My mama gone for the weekend. So Saturday, baby, we can get the freaking. That's when my heart start racing and my body start sweating, baby. You done woke my little man up. I'm thinking how that body look naked when you land on the bed. Teacher, please don't make me stand up. I wrote back like, yeah, baby, sound like a plan. Still trying to play it cool, sound like the man. But I was scared to death, my nigga, my stomach turned. Talking shit, knowing damn well I was a virgin. Fuck. And I ain't never did this before, no. And I ain't ever 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 did this before, no. the bone for the first time i'm hoping that she won't notice it's my first time i'm hoping that my shit is big enough to fuck with and most of all i'm praying god don't let me bust quick i'm watching pornos trying to see lucky land casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky lucky in line at the deli i guess aha in my dentist's office more than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 
It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Just had a stroke, right? Practice putting condoms on. How we go, right? I'm in a crib now, nigga, pump sweat. With a pocket full of rubbers and an erection That's when my hands stop touching and her face stop blushing And a nigga roll over on top And then she get my pants up buckled And her hands start rubbing on me Ooh, girl, don't stop It's time for action Pull out the condoms real smooth Yeah, just how I practice But right before I put it in She flinched and grabbed it and said I wanna get something off my mental I can tell you a pro, but baby, be gentle Cause, cause I ain't ever did this before, no and I ain't never did this before, no. 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 jump into uh i want to talk about joseph parker man basically we got joseph parker versus andy ruiz for the vacant wbo title and i guess he just uh got a deal with bob aram top rank um is that a is that a sign that aram believes more in him than other people i i, I think this first of all we all know I think it's Bob Aaron's birthday today, too. Big shout out to Big Bob. I believe he's 85 or Old somewhere man. in there. Man, the motherfucker been getting money 50 years plus. <laughs> shit, show me that uh, secret. Hit me and Doc uh, Hey, shit. old as shit getting that damn money, Brent. <laughs> show me that secret. Um, No, but hey, big ups to you. No disrespect. We just having a little fun. Um, but I believe it is his birthday. Happy birthday. Um, But. What I think it says is exactly what Aram is and what he does, sort of like Don does. If I can come out of this a winner, win, loser, draw, it don't matter who wins, that's what I'm going to do. Um, I guess for me, the timing just kind of was like, wow. So was it something he saw? Because, I mean, Joshua hasn't done anything, or um, excuse me, Parker hasn't done anything different since this deal, you know, since this fight was made. So, right. Um, for me, I think Aram's thinking, hell yeah, Parker going to win this fight. And I want a piece of it. You know what I mean? I'm not going to let it get away from me. But it's no different than a lot of promoters do, whether it's this signing the local guy to a fight. You know what I mean? They try and get you for a couple more fights. But him eking this deal, um, I only think it helps his career, honestly, because I think he beats Ruiz, me personally. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Me too. Um, I really don't think it's going to be that competitive of a fight, truthfully. I think it's going to end um, round five or six. Wow, really? Yeah, I do. I don't think it's going to – it's not going to be 
It ain't going to decision or anything like that. No, I give it about eight though. You think eight? Nah, I think I th- about. I, I think about eight because although Ruiz is a big guy, he he has a decent punch output for a heavyweight. Um, yeah. so I think he'll try and stay busy. I think there's going to be a few awkward rounds. That's why I say for me it'll be hard for five because I think three or four of them rounds going to be awkward as hell and slow paced and clinching and some weird shit unless. Joshua just is fighting backwards and landing some of them big-ass power punches and able to create some angles and do some different things. I just think it's going to be an awkward fight. Yeah, Parker. Yeah, yeah and I think it's going to be an awkward fight in uh, those, those first, I'm going to say, at least four rounds, man. Yeah, I think he's just going to catch him with something. What you say early on? It's just <laughs> good night. Hey, it just shit. Hey, welcome to the show. You know what I mean? WBO title on the line. Bam. Good night. <laughs> Thank you guys for tuning in. <laughs> yup, I actually think then they're gonna show an old ass fight. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. Yeah, but I mean, hopefully, man. I'm, I'm a boxing fan first and foremost. I'm not necessarily just a fan of a boxer. I'm a fan of the sport itself, so I always want the fights to be competitive, no matter what. So I'm hoping for. Uh, I mean, I'm I'm all for the, you know, the knockouts and all that stuff. I like those, but the longer the fight go, if it goes to eight, that's better than him knocking him out in the fourth. In True. my opinion, I agree. You know? Just because we want to see some action, right? Um, yeah. <laughs> but honestly, I could I, I don't think you far fetched in saying five because somebody gonna step on the gas at some point. You know what I mean? After those feelings, I just think the the first few rounds will be, like I say, awkward, which will slow down the pace of the fight and kind of take away some of the things Joshua does well. Or jo- Damn, why do I keep calling him? Yeah, it's because all these months, they, they all fighting. Anthony Joshua fighting this. Everybody fighting this damn weekend. You know what I mean? The scene, yeah. or Well, maybe Andy Ruiz and him ain't fighting this weekend. But damn, everybody's fighting. But anyway, um, I, I think he just takes away. Ruiz is able to take away some things early um, and at least kind of slow the pace that we all know is going to happen. We all know the inevitable, I think, in this fight. Um, well, I won't say we all know, but, you know, we are, I'm leaning towards Parker easy. Um, but I just think those first rounds are a little more difficult than that. Yeah, now, I'm going to say this, too. Now, if Andy Ruiz gets in there and does his sizzle and he pulls out a win, I'm not going to be like, Damn! I'm gonna be like, okay, because you know he got a shot. <laughs> you know what I'm he got a shot to win the fight. But so I'm not gonna be heavily shocked. I'm just right now I'm leaning towards Joseph to stop him early. And that kind of leads me into my next question: the winner of the fight. What does it really mean? Do they get a shot at Wilder? I mean, where where do they? I mean, is it what do they go towards the uh, Anthony Joshua Eric Molina winner? For IBF title, I mean, where you maybe, know, maybe do you go across King, seas? I mean, make King Kong. Who? Whoever win this, throw him at um, what's his name? Ortiz. Ortiz. Yeah. After that bullshit with Malik Scott. Hey, he's it's still a big. I'm fight. not saying he didn't win. I'm not saying he's not qualified in certain senses. I'm saying we're talking about a fight more than likely that's gonna land on on TV. Yeah. Now after that shit. Boxing. Well, shit. Now, if we talking, if we talking eyes, I'm gonna take the over under on that motherfucking fight. <laughs> shit. Yeah, but but I mean, it's, it's it's different directions they can go. I mean, the 
the heavyweight division, honestly, is that wide open. I mean, and, let's be honest. And it's, 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 it's that wide open. Yeah, this is the best the heavyweight division has been in years, man. Because them damn belts are separated. Yeah. Yeah. This is is the best it's been since what? Early two thousands, man. Late nineties, really. You know, the early two thousands when it really fell apart. You know, in my opinion, the last great heavyweight was Lennox Lewis. I was, I, boy, I thought you was gonna fix your mouth to say something different. Who? <laughs> you thought I was about to say? No, I don't know. I just said shit. I looked. Hey, you, I, I had to sit up in my seat and look at you. I thought he better not leave Lennox out. But um, yeah. no, I, I think we're totally in agreement um, with that. I, you know, I, I'm just at a point with boxing, man. I mean, I, I love it so much. It. It's not going to upset me even when I watch a bum fight. So, and, and no disrespect to the gladiators that get in the ring, but, I mean, just a lopsided fight that yeah. we all know what it is. Um, Which would you rather see, a lopsided fight or like a Hasim Rockman versus Ruiz fight when it went the distance, but it was just – not entertaining. It was, it was shit. just a shit fight. It was shit. Yeah. So, which would you rather have? Somebody just come in there and just. Okay, but well guess what you just asked me? Yeah. Do you want shit in the porta potty or shit in the toilet? That's what you <laughs> just asked me. You just gave me shit and shit. You know what I mean? Right. Damn, I thought one of them was supposed to be a brighter point of the question. Hey. Um, I, and I understand, and those fights happen, especially in the heavyweight division, uh, because those are some big guys. And they usually run out of gas a little bit, and they save a little gas, and they step on the gas. It's different things. I guess what I like about where boxing is headed and what's going on with boxing right now is so many divisions are competitive. Yeah. So it can be a lighter weight. It can be 26. It can be, I mean, it, it could be all over. I'm tuning in because I think there's that much talent sprinkled across boxing. Now, if the heavyweight division never failed, do you still think that all the other divisions would have got the spotlight they do, that they do now? Absolutely, because I still feel like with the growth of MMA and guys playing football or whatever else, I mean, let's be honest, it's, it's some guys that could possibly have been boxers at a young age if they maybe have been introduced. I'm not saying being just natural guy giving the best thing on earth, but I'm saying if they have been introduced to the sport – they could have been solid heavyweights just because they were athletic kids, big kids, whatever. But sometimes what happens is football and then wrestling and, and like I say, with MMA coming on, they you don't get those bodies. I'll say it like that. You don't get that quantity of bodies. Guys that want to box are guys that have been around boxing more than likely or they've been in trouble. <laughs> Usually, you know what I'm saying, right. and it's like shit. I need to do. I like punching on people. I'm gonna go get some direction, and I think my hands are nice. I'm gonna go test them. I mean, it's kind of like how the tough man thing and those those things of that nature came along. I mean, that came along because you might have been a bouncer or a, a headbuster, and they like, man, they got twenty thousand. Oh man, I know I can bust people here, and they just went, you know. Yeah. So it, it, it's kind of different things. I think ate away from. The pool of bodies. I won't even say the talent. I'll just say the pool of bodies, of heavyweight bodies. Well, see, what I'm thinking is when the heavyweight division fell, it gave the other divisions more, um, I guess, airplay. That's what I'm about to say, TV time. That was about it. And they they took over as far as that. Um, I I think that 
if the heavyweight was still around, I don't think they would be as big. I disagree. I, I still think that certain fights would have been good, but let's be real. If you had Holyfield versus Tyson on the same day and you had Oscar De La Hoya and Floyd Mayweather, that wouldn't have worked. It I disagree. Went to, it wouldn't have went to Holyfield I, and, I, I, and, and I Tyson. I disagree. If, oh, if that nah. was happening on the same day, and here's what I'm going to say, and it goes before you even brought up that, that particular fight, but I'm saying the point I'm going to make countering yours is what people want to see and what is selling. Well, see, you know what I mean? Yeah, but so, but here's here's all I'm going to say. Think about this. What personality, although we have talent in the heavyweight ranks, what personality is there? Where is the personality? You talking about right now? Yeah. No, I'm talking about if if it if it never failed. But but I'm saying even if it even if it hadn't failed, even we're talking about Mike Tyson and them still wouldn't be fighting. All these guys would be gone. I'm saying where's the flair? Where where's the flair? In the heavyweight division now. I'm saying in boxing in boxing. Where's the flair right now? Whether it's you say heavy I mean, no. I mean, the little guys talk a little cash. Yeah, got a little flamboyant. So we add right. in the Floyds. We add, but I'm saying those little guys, even going back to Sugar Ray Leonard's and the, it's the flair, baby. It's, it's having that package. So I'm saying we haven't had a, uh, a heavyweight with personality. We did back then, though. Back then, but even that's what I'm saying. But even back then, the Sugar Ray Leonard's and the and the Hearns and everybody else was still able to exist because. Of what they were, they were hell of a punches, but, but they were also an entertainment. They had the entertainment facet. That's what I'm saying. I'm not. Well, I, to me, I understand what you're saying. I, I think you're kind of discrediting, like especially with right now. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't give a damn if if Wilder went out and did flips tomorrow. I'm he not, don't have the same flair as, and I understand you I saying know. The, I'm not the talking death. about the people now. I'm not talking about the heavyweights now. What I'm saying is, if it never failed, the heavyweight division failed. It fell apart. Now, I'm saying if it never fell apart, you still have the Mike Tysons, the Lennox Lewis's, you know, the Michael Moore's, the – the um, How long you on on the fight, P, no, forever? No, I'm, I'm saying people uh. like that. I'm saying if you if, if it well, never damn. failed – Well, I mean, that's like kind of saying if the league just kept on reproducing okay, well, Michael Jordans over and over I'm and over I'm not saying again. that. Listen, what I'm saying is, okay, let's, let's, let's like, with rap. When Biggie, okay. when Biggie and Tupac was gone, then you had people like Cash Money jump out. You had people like um, uh, Master P and – and no limit. They didn't get better. No, people just needed more music, so they started listening to them. Well, I mean, I agree, but I think that's that's kind of a bad analogy to use because the the difference is, I think, with boxing, even at some of the times when you had uh, a Tyson or whoever fighting in two thousand, you had your Antonio Gallo, you had you had people that people loved. I'm not saying they didn't tune in to heavyweight fights. But uh, but uh, Diego Corrales fight and all these other guys, man. That's after they, the, the, yeah, the division was already gone. Though the heavyweight division was gone. So you okay, okay. So you just basically saying they didn't have no belts. No, I'm I, I'm not saying <laughs> that. I said they I said they wouldn't be as big. Okay, can we can, can we disagree are. though that giant personalities and and things that people really buy into and help sell the heavyweight division are just missing? Yes, now. I'm not saying the heavyweight division has anything right now. They don't. I'm saying that they never failed. It's huh. a it's a fantasy type thing. Yeah, yeah. I, I was I just mean, asking you if it never failed. You know what I'm saying? And they kept on right going like so, they. So, so do you feel like other divisions failed after after 
you know, the Leonard's were done and the Hearns and the Hagglers, do you feel like those uh, divisions I, just failed? I don't, no, none of them failed. I'm not, I'm not saying that they would fail now if the heavyweight division never. No, I'm just, I'm just asking because that, that was a great era. But I'm, I'm just asking, oh, yeah, do you feel the, like, no, it wasn't you know, good. they. Yeah, after they wasn't there anymore, it wasn't as good as it was. But I mean, for, do you want to use the same term that you use with the heavyweight division? No, I don't think they fail. No, okay, that's fair. No, okay. I, don't, I don't really think a division has failed, like, you know, from like stardom, the, like uh, the heavyweight. Okay. Cruiserweight I'm ain't, like, if you talk about cruiserweight, cruiserweight ain't never really been. Because you always huge. you always look over. <laughs> I mean, let's be honest. You either light heavyweight or you heavyweight. Right. Yeah. And I mean, and no disrespect to all the great cruiserweight champs. Evander Holyfield was one, worked his way to the Hall of Fame. I mean, Steve there's no dis- Yeah, Steve Cunningham, USS. Big ups to him, you know what I mean? Um, but it, it gets looked over. I guess I just, to me, little guys have always had the personality, even when even when the heavyweights was great. I mean, outside of Ali, I mean, Ali eclipsed, he eclipsed so yeah, much. But, but, I mean, outside of that, outside of that, little guys, to me, always had, had the flair. Even Tyson, he was a smaller heavyweight. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Earth rugged. It was like really how, at least for me growing up, seeing some of the cats out in the street. Like, damn, yeah. you know what I mean? With black shorts and a towel on. Yeah. You know what I mean? Fuck a row. He had a towel. He got that from <laughs> the motherfucking room for free. Right. <laughs> for free. Got a hole in that bitch. <laughs> they put that bitch man, on. look, that was some different shit, man. But I feel like that was flair and personality with that. So, I mean, I guess we agree to disagree. You know oh, what yeah. I mean? In certain, I, I in certain think regard. You, I think you agree with me in a certain in, way. In, in, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. In, certain, in certain respects. Yeah. But uh, since you kept wanting to talk about Anthony Joshua, kept calling Joseph Parker Anthony, so or kept calling him Joshua, I should say, um, he's fighting Eric Molina live on Showtime. Now that's a five rounder. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> now there's your five round. There's your five round KO. You think it'll go that long? I was about to say four. I was about to say really four. Yeah. Some somebody got to carry the broadcast a little bit. I hate to say it like that. It can't come we out and be no Tyson shit. Like, calm you know, down, calm down. Just don't don't kill him yet. Delete the four. Yeah, come on, man. We gotta get this broadcast money going. Um, <laughs> nah, but this one, nah, shit. I don't see no late rounds in this one. Nah, me neither. I don't see no late rounds, man. Um, once Joshua wins, who do you want to see him fighting? You know they hyping him up to be the next big thing. Um, you have like I want to see Joshua or 
Parker. If they, if each of them are successful, fight each other, mm-hmm. and then a winner, fuck with Wilder. Okay. And let's see what let's see what's really out there, and then everybody else can play dummy after that, and I don't want to fight him. And I don't so you you don't give no credit to Tyson Fury. You think he done? I'm not saying he's. What done. about Klitschko? I'm not saying need, I'm not saying any of those guys. And I know who who is it set up to fight Klitschko after they win? Uh, is, is it is it is it Parker or, or is it jo- Joshua? One of them is shit. We should have did better well, homework on this topic know, here, right? Yeah. <laughs> I know we just spent so much time on it. Hey, me either. But but either way, no disrespect. I think one of them is set up to fight a Klitschko. I want to say it's Joshua because I know they was trying to get that fight made when um when Fury when the whole thing yeah. panned out. You know yeah. what I mean? I think it was um, Joshua though. But to me, I'm just looking. Let's start cleaning shit up, man. Let's quit dodging. Let's clean up, man. Let's quit hiding in the closet. You know what I mean? Let's put that athleticism on athleticism. And then let's put them on the guy that they say has the best athleticism right now in the heavyweight division with, with Wilder. I mean, mm-hmm. let, let's just get down to business. And then if Wilder or whoever comes out of that, Muck want to cruise and then knock out Ortiz or whoever else come – However that goes, I'm I'm with that, man. I just kind of want to see it get kind of a gas pedal mm-hmm. perspective in a sense instead of those three guys staying apart. Right. You know Being what I mean? Opposition. Yeah. What do you think about the Tyson Fury versus Bellew fight? Huh? Yeah, Tyson Fury and, and Bellew supposed to be getting in. Wait um, a minute. I thought that was David Hayes. And, and, Who are, yeah, David, hey, that's what I meant. I'm sorry. What the fuck? Hey, oh, you see how like I look at crazy. you like, huh? This dude sit back in his chair. <laughs> you know what? I think Hay knows how to sell tickets. That's why he pushed old boy in the face in one of the press conferences and all that shit. He knows how to sell some shit. I think Hay wins. I, I, I mean, and I don't even like Hay like that. Do you think he's going to be like a, like, one, if he wins, once he wins, whatever, do you think that, I don't think be able to throw his name in there with the rest of them. No, I don't think it's going to be that superior of a win. I don't think it's going to be that clean. Right. I'll, I'll say it that way. I don't think it's going to be that clean and decisive, like where you just feel like pure dominance. What if he knocks him out in the fourth? Would you put his name in the, in, in, in the running? <laughs> no. no? <laughs> <laughs> hey, I had to think on that shit too. Like, think about it before you answer. Think before. No. No. So he, 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 he would have to, he would have to beat somebody else before I do that. Yeah. Okay. If, if he beat Baloo or Bello, what the yeah, shit, whatever, whatever. Damn, boy, we butchered names on this motherfucker. Um. Then, then, then let him fight. Uh. Let him fight a Fury when Fury come back or something. If Fury wanted to bite that off. Well, you know they kept trying. Yeah. They kept I mean, trying I, know to make they fight. Be, I know they, I know they kept turning it, but I'm saying. Let that happen, and then if, if Hay can clean up that region, so to speak, then bring your ass on across that pond, as they say, and then come on. And then let's get it on. But as far as him beating old boy, hell no. He just beat a fellow in Bellow. Yeah, he's pretty good <laughs> he at cruising. Beat. Well, here we go. Yeah, another cruiser. <laughs> cruiser. Hey, yeah, cruiser. You know what I mean? It's just a different, and I, and I think, hey, it's crafty and Move he can move enough to survive rounds. If he might get hit and kind of hurt a little bit, he can dance around and survive that and make a way. That's what I'm saying. I don't think he just dominates that fight now. But like you said, if he if he knocks him out, then shit, get it on with Fury and then whoever want to come after that. I mean, why 
why keep like I say everybody running in certain directions, man? Yeah, you know what I mean. It's just goofy. Speaking of another cruiserweight that went up to heavyweight, who I actually liked watching fight was uh, Thomas Adamant. He didn't do really good at heavyweight, you no. know what I'm saying? But he was a good cruiser. You know what I mean? I think yeah. he was a good cruiser. He had good speed, you know. Um, so here's my thing. Why wouldn't he just campaign at motherfucking light heavy like he was? Because he, he tried it. Right. Yeah. So Maybe he couldn't make the weight no more. Yeah, I guess, I mean, as you get older, it is, I mean, your body changes. I mean, it is what it is in your framework. I I liked Adamak as a fighter just because he always came to fight. I was never in question of, oh, man, Adamak, who's he fight? Adamak always came to fight, and and it was a good thing. Um, I, I, I guess it's sort of like, okay, let's go the other way, like what we talked on last week. Lucas Brown and Shannon Bridge. You see what I'm saying? Like it's like it's a split of the titles, and there's such there's so many roads, man. You know what I mean? I just yeah. want to start cleaning up the damn roads. It's like 18 forks in the road. Like at some point, let's start making this shit make sense, man. And then, like you talking about, man, I, I'm not saying heavyweight's not back in a sense, but that to me will bring the heavyweight division back. Yeah. All this, all this ninety nine champs and man, that's too much shit. Yeah, people yeah. like people like being able to look, especially in the heavyweight division. Now that's one division they want to sit there and look at one champion. They want to say it's one dude that's so called the biggest, baddest motherfucker on the planet. And it's cool if you have one dude who everybody believes is the best, and then you have two dudes who is still up there with them. So technically, you have like three. I'm cool with that. You know what I mean? Because back in the day, you had like three good heavyweights most of the time. You know, even when Tyson was 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 reigning. True, but know? when Tyson was reigning, didn't nobody say it's Tyson, and then there's a Tyson well, A and a Tyson B. And, uh, yeah, but was, no, what I mean is like you had. You Tyson. know what happened? When Miss Green talked too much shit like oh, that. Hey, that's what kind of champ Tyson was. Champ, <laughs> that nigga was a champ in the streets when he buying clothes, getting <laughs> right. in this car. He, that nigga was ready to hit you. Shit. <laughs> He was, yeah, that's, like, he was talking like Shady Bridge back then. Man, without the let's go champ. Right. Let's, no, he did it without that. You know what I mean? But, yeah, man, that shit there, that's, I don't know, it's different. I, and, I mean, I think personality ties so much into it, even with the Ali's, the Joe Lewis's. I mean, those guys, and, and Joe Lewis was a more quiet guy. He didn't have to talk, to, but he was still personable where the people love him. That He was a hero. He became heroic. And, and I think in the heavyweight division, of all divisions, that's sort of the weight that kind of gets put on your shoulders. Yeah. It's a it's a heroic and thing, thing, too. We're actually, we're in the age of social media, too. You know what I'm saying? It's easy for you to get on YouTube and watch a fight. So when they're selling fights, they got to sell it on so many different avenues now. Back in the day, all you could do is turn on TV or the radio to see them, and that was it. But now you have so many different ways to reach people, they – feel they need to throw them antics out there and stuff, you know what I mean, to, to pull in more I mean, people. I mean, be, because it, it's part of it, man. I mean, let's be honest. No different than the goofy-ass, stupid touchdown dances in the NFL, because Lord knows that game so watered down, you almost have to watch it for some of the extra entertainment value now, because the hits are taken away. I, I'm just saying it's a violent game. Yeah. I understand it. I'm not, I don't want anybody to be hurt. 
But shit, if you play football, you gonna get hit and you gonna get hit hard as part of it. So that's what Ray I, Lewis said. He I, said, I, "Why I, you gonna sign up to play this game and you don't want to get hit?" I'm not gonna be a police officer if I'm scared of bullets. Yeah, I'm scared. I'm not gonna sign up for the army if I'm scared to get pushed out of a plane because Lord knows they, they might say, <laughs> "Private four, get your ass." Good. No, all gonna, they gonna say, "Go, go, yeah, go, go, go." You can't get scared after you sign up. You you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, you, and you have to know what you sign up for. Um, but boxing, I mean, it's very dangerous. I mean, we, we had a young man die, and I can't recall his name right off hand. I want to say last week after after a fight in the ring. I mean, I mean, it's a dangerous sport, man, and it's a gladiator sport. But I do also think these men that are fighters recognize exactly that. You know? Yeah, I agree. I mean, it's it's a it's a dirty business, but that's what you're signing up for. So. Before we get out of here, man, I want to uh, bring up Keon Johnson, man. He just defeated Daniel Yoku. Yeah, good luck. Yoku Pusio? Oh, no. He was in, in Tijuana, Mexico, man, and he just won, man. Shout out to uh, Keon Johnson. Keep doing your thing, man. Second round TKO? Yes, sir. So I guess he can whoop ass from here to Tijuana, huh? I guess he <laughs> I guess he can put that in his, in his repertoire. I'll whoop ass from here to Tijuana. Right. That's what's up, man. Big ups to the to the Johnson team. Um, I know his fans are very excited about that win and, and kind of crossing the border going into those Mexican waters, which can can be dangerous. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. All right, man. We're going to wrap this up, man. We appreciate everybody who's listening. Uh, please tune in next Thursday. Latour's Harrison will be back. Hopefully. I heard it might be a contract dispute. Well, <laughs> well, Hollywood. Oh, <laughs> that's why he ain't here. He ain't here because of contract. Hey, yeah, he done sent his he done sent his agent and shit ahead of him. Talking about he need to talk to us after the show. Ain't that some shit? Talking about he needed tacos and a, 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 a Snapple here before you get here. And only green M and M's. He right. only does green M and M's and shit. No peanuts. Shout out to the big homie, man. Hope you doing all right, man. We like I said, we are gonna wrap it up. Shout out to the ringside biz, glove the face, the show. Bossmatic, all our fans, man, glove the face, and fans, uh, just let you know we got some new stuff coming. We got some stuff working behind the scenes to uh, make it easier for you guys to be able to interact better with us. If I'm, if I say Mike Tyson is the greatest and you say bullshit, you'll be able to tell me, and we might just be able to talk about it. We're going to set it up where you can actually call in and uh, call us on bullshit if you think we're talking bullshit. You know what? That's a new segment. That's a new segment. Call bullshit. Call bullshit. <laughs> Call bullshit. We're going to see fans. You just sparked. Y'all don't even know. You just sparked the idea right there. Call bullshit. Man, appreciate y'all listening, man. We love y'all all. Y'all have a good night. Love yours. Love yours. No such thing. No such thing as a life that's better than yours. No such thing as a life that's better than yours. Love yours. No such thing as a life that's better than yours. No such thing. No such thing. Heart beating fast. Let a nigga know that he alive. 
fake niggas, mad snakes, snakes in the grass. Let a nigga know that he alright. Don't be sleeping on your level, cause it's beauty in the struggle, nigga. It's beauty in the struggle, nigga. Yeah. It's beauty in the struggle, ugliness in the success. Hear my words and listen to my signal of distress. I grew up in the city and know sometimes we had less. Compared to some of my niggas down the block, man, we were blessed. And life can't be no fairy tale, no once upon a time. But I'd be goddamned if a nigga don't be trying. So tell me, mama, please, why you be drinking all the time? Does all the pain he brought you still linger in your mind? Cause pain still lingers on mine. On the road to riches, listen, this is what you find. The good news is, nigga, you came a long way. The bad news is, nigga, you went the wrong way. Think being no broke was better. A life that's better than yours. No such thing as a life that's better than yours. Think being no broke was better. Life that's better than yours. No For what's money without happiness? Or hard times without the people you love? Though I'm not sure what's about to happen next. I ask for strength from the Lord up above, cause I've been strong so far, but I can feel my grip loosening. Quick, do something before you lose it for good. Get it back and use it for good. And touch the people how you did like before. I'm tired of living with demons cause they always inviting more. Think being broke was better. Now I don't mean that phrase with no disrespect to all my niggas out there living in debt. Cash and minimal checks Turn on the TV, see a nigga Rolex And fantasize about a life with no stress I mean this shit sincerely And as a nigga who was once in your shoes Living with nothing to lose I hope one day you hear me Always gonna be a bigger house somewhere But nigga feel me Long as the people in that motherfucker love you dearly Always gonna be a whip that's better than the one you got Always gonna be some clothes that's fresher than the ones you rock Always gonna be a bitch that's better out there on the tours But you ain't never gonna be happy till you love yours no thing is a life that's better than yours Love yours no thing is a life that's better than yours Love yours no thing is a life that's better than yours Love yours no thing, no such thing Heart beating fast, let a nigga know that he alive Fake niggas, mad snakes, snakes in the grass Let a nigga know that he alive